what is going on everyone welcome back welcome back welcome back to another episode of the chilling with chillers podcast i am your host that will forever do the most whether it's from city to city train to train plane to plane or coast to coast it is your boy and one of your favorite podcasters i say this with 95 percent confidence <laughs> chillest it is Wednesday, February 5th. I hope you're all having a great day. I hope you've all had great days leading up to today. I hope you've experienced nothing but positive vibes, amazing energy, and great food in any order you want. And I hope you have a place to go to when the world is doing too much with the trials and tribulations sponsored and brought to you by life. It's 1 p.m. <laughs> and I only say that because I got lost in time for a bit so since Sunday up until now I had to really gather myself because I had to work on Super Bowl Sunday and um I thought Sunday was Monday and I thought Monday was Tuesday and I thought Tuesday was Wednesday I actually thought that I was supposed to podcast yesterday after work so during the workday I'm just counting down I'm just like all right I got my notes ready then I just something told me to just look at my phone the time of my phone I never really do that uh consciously anyway like I'll check the time but I never really pay attention to the day and I seen that it said uh, Tuesday I was like oh oh <laughs> it's not even Wednesday so I got home from work um I've been watching BoJack Horseman on Netflix and it's a really good show I Netflix kind of j- pushed it down my throat with all these trailers so I decided to just check it out and watch it but I'm really happy because my big sister watches it too shout out to Shakima we out here and um I fell asleep early I got up at five in the morning and I went back to sleep because I thought by getting up at 5 a.m because I slept early I was awake turns out I just got up just to go back to sleep it's weird I don't even know if I got eight hours of sleep to be honest with you but then I got up again at nine and I just started the day and I know me saying the time really doesn't mean much because the time anyone hears this episode, it's going to be a different time. So I only said that just to acknowledge that it's, well, now it's 104. But I'm rambling now. Happy Black History Month. I put a fist up in the air and nobody saw it, but <laughs> I'm very excited about that too. Everything has been tying itself together in the most wonderful way possible, not for my benefit, but kind of for the benefit of things being an eye-opening experience. Now, I say that to say nothing because everyone who's everyone has been paying attention to what's going on and everyone knows what's up. But when you kind of sit there and you tie things in together for your sake, <laughs> so you just confirm that you're not crazy or you're you're just diving in too deep and it's not that deep, like me, then, you know, you kind of just, you feel better. Uh, I say that to say that um, when I got up this morning, I checked my phone as usual. We all know the phone is the new morning paper. Uh, and I came across um, a, a, a snippet from an interview that Gail had with um, WNBA legend Lisa Leslie. And for the most part, I watched it with just no concern 
uh, at all. Not no concern, rather. I, I watched it without any... I was just watching it like I would watch a regular clip. But um, as I decided to really pay attention to it, I don't know what's been happening lately. I think I'm becoming a little too conscious, and that's not a bad thing, but I, I just, it felt, I was in such a comfortable state while I was laying down, and I just really felt, I guess, not triggered, just just a little bothered, uh, and, you know, nothing to, I'm not attacking Gail at all, but I, I guess I am, depending on how you hear it, when she was asking uh, Lisa Leslie if, you know, what had happened in the past, does it kind of ruin his legacy, and Lisa, in the most... Uh, professional way possible just kind of answered her question without hurting his legacy or helping Gail hurt his legacy and I just said to myself you know I, I said to myself it's only been a few days but business is business I guess um two days before when I thought Wednesday was yesterday um it was the anniversary of when my father passed. So I spent that entire day just kind of keeping to myself. You know, a few friends called, a few family members called to check up on me. But other than that, I didn't leave the house, which really isn't different from my normal day-to-days when I'm off. But in this particular day, I was just sitting there. I was thinking. I was writing down notes. And I was just thinking about how so much can happen in 24 hours of a, of a day. Things happen and they lead you to do things based on what you thought about or just what was going on that day in particular. And I ended up just writing this whole thing about the domino effect of not having specific people here. What would we do if key players were still around or what happens after those key players leave? And then I thought it's Black History Month. So much of it, I feel like a conspiracy theorist. So much of it I tied together in my head. And I asked myself, would certain things be the way they are if people that we once had in our lives were still here? Part of me said yes. Part of me said no. But I think about how things have changed for the worse. I wasn't really focused on the better this time around. I know normally I say kind of, I always say just to ignore the worst that's going on or just, you know, Focus on the good that you all have. And I will never stop saying that. But for today, I'm, I'm not going to say that right now. I was just focusing on how the world was changing for the worse. And how we are moving further and further away from humanity. I don't know what it was that triggered that thought. I think there's just a lot of unresolved issues I might have personally that just made me look at everything with a fresh pair of eyes. And I was asking myself when I was watching that uh, that that interview with Gail and Lisa Leslie, why would she ask that now? You know, why why ask that at all? I know we all have jobs and we all have to follow um, the way things work in the workplace. I'm so sorry. My, if, I don't know if anyone can hear that. My messages are going off. Those are my sisters. I love them both. <laughs> yeah, you two are now a part of the episode. But, um, I always ask myself, when do we decide to be human? And like I said, so much had caught my eye. Um, I was on my Facebook page and a friend of mine had shared a photo of Trump imitating uh, imitating a young man who had a disability. And the quote said, I don't know why this wasn't the end right here. Meaning they didn't know why he didn't he wasn't kicked out of the office after that. 
And then I just said to myself, there are specific people in that area of politics that are allowing things to go down because people that used to be there, people that used to care, they aren't there anymore. Either that or just people just stop hiding to be who they are. And they allow people to say the things that they can't say. And I got so mad about it. Like I, I'm, I'm genuinely pissed off about how things went with that interview. But I'm not mad at uh, at Gail. I just feel like, when are we going to... When when is it going to be a thing for someone to say they're not going to do it? Now, I understand when it comes to subjects. Like, TMZ had got uh, um, backlash because they decided to go with breaking the news of the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi Bryant, as well as the other victims of the helicopter crash without really thinking that, you know, their family could be watching or their family didn't even know about it. And you're breaking news for the sake of breaking news. And I feel like there's been so many apologies be, that have been said over the years for basically hurting a, a group of people because of their race, because of their gender, maybe, because of what they represent. There's been so much apology for slander, but there's never been that consideration that maybe that slander isn't necessary. Like, there's a time and place for everything. I'm sorry, my pen just fell in my hand. I might as well throw in it, though. Like, there's a time and place for everything. I genuinely believe that. And I'm not going to use my platform to attack those for doing their job. I came across this clip that, you know, journalism has changed. And I think journalism has become just what life itself has become in this in this specific era. Everything's a competition. Everybody wants to be the first or the best, and it doesn't matter what they do or how they do. Uh, others to get there. I'm not saying that's everybody. Understand when I understand that these opinions are all just coming from what I've seen in a specific group making these actions. I'm not saying that everyone I know or everyone in general is doing this. But if you think about it, there was a point in time in life where a majority of people would just have a heart before they just. All right, I'm, I'm going to give, like, a couple examples here. And by a couple, I mean only one. I'm going to elaborate on it. So with our commander-in-chief, who I, in all honesty, just don't acknowledge, not because of his politics, just who he is as a person, he's allowed to do so much that our previous commander-in-chief never did but was attacked anyway. Super Bowl Sunday um, for the halftime show. J-Lo and Shakira performed almost immediately, if not, you know, the day after. They received backlash because of their dancing. Oh, this is a show. This is a performance that's watched by family and it wasn't appropriate. You knew what the agenda was. And I'm just like, when do people take a break? When do, when do people just decide that, hey, you know what? Now's not the time for this. Let's just focus on the fact that it was a great performance you know, and if you really, we've all been paying attention, so I'm not even going to say that. But I, um, I seen something. Oh, it was a tweet by uh, Tommy Lahren. I don't really don't know what she does anymore, so I can't even say. Is she, a, is she on the news? I, I don't want to Google her. But anyway, she put a tweet out about um, Beyonce, Jay-Z, 
and their daughter Ivory, Ivy, um, sitting, choosing to sit instead of uh, standing during the national anthem. I was about to say Pledge of Allegiance. Gee, whoa. But she decided to say in her tweet, Beyonce and Jay-Z, in parentheses, crack de- former crack dealer. And I'm just like, why is that necessary? If it was anybody else that was kneeling there that didn't have the skin color that they had, would you say the same thing? And I hate that I have to ask this question. It's just that it makes you think, why are we... Excuse me. Why are certain people just why do they decide to be who they are everywhere they go? I mean, we're taught at work to leave things at the door. We're taught in life to just not bring everything um with us. And for the most part, those who are attacked always seem to be the most reserved, if you've noticed that. Like when Colin Kaepernick decided to uh to 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 not participate in the national anthem. He expressed his freedom to do so. He never went out his way to just blatantly be disrespectful. He chose what he thought is the safest route. He almost immediately got attacked. And these are from the same people that used to say this is the land of the free. But you see more hatred everywhere. You see more hatred everywhere. You know what's funny about life? You get to see a person's true colors because, God forbid, the same... Not the same tragedy, but the same thing can happen to two different kinds of people. And you see one person get treated with almost no type of backlash compared to someone else. And then I said to myself, even when the tragedy happened last week, they didn't even give anyone room to breathe. It wasn't even 24 hours. And we were already reminded about all the bad things that happened. When is it going to stop? When are we going to take a break? There are instances where no one bothers anyone or when people bother no one and they want to celebrate what they want to celebrate in terms of positive celebration. I'm not talking about just using your right to celebrate hatred. I'm saying when it comes to religion or when it just comes to celebrating a historical figure that did something for your people. Here come those who hate, just want to, oh, keep in mind. It's like, why are you in? I got to tell you, I looked at my phone at one point and I just wanted to delete all of, my, all of my social media. But then I went back to my previous advice. I focused on the good. See, I have the power to eliminate anything negative in my life. If I don't like it, I could delete it. But if I try, I could try it. To also understand it. But for the most part, it's like every time there's a celebration of some sorts in the most positive way possible, someone tries to find a negative. And I just don't understand why anymore. Before, when I didn't keep an eye out on everything, meaning when I was younger and I didn't really pay attention to the news, I kind of thought people were doing their job. But when you really think about it, It just doesn't make any sense. It does not make sense to bring up something. All right, okay. I want to say it like this so I don't sound like I'm... I'm, I have to clear the stuff off my table. I want to say it like this so it doesn't sound like I'm picking one side. If you choose to go by 
a specific way of doing things and choosing to respect the outcome of how that went down, yet you're the same person that doesn't want to acknowledge that when it's someone else, something's a little off. If I go to court today and I'm accused of doing something I didn't do, and I know I didn't do it, and I'm not lying about it, and I did things the right way, I chose to go to trial, I spoke my piece There was no evidence proving that what I was saying was uh, false, and I get dismissed. But you still choose to accuse me of it? Yet, when a person who's completely opposite of me chooses to do the same thing, and you praise them for choosing to go to trial to speak their piece, you decide to say, how could they do this to this family, man? You choose to elaborate more on one than the other. Yet we both made the same choice. We went through the same process. We both came out innocent. There's a lot of hypocrisy going on there. And that's what I never understood. And it's almost right after someone chooses to be a hypocrite that they have to eat their words. That is life happening. Literally. We have a commander-in-chief that does everything in the book That's wrong, yet there's still supposed to be this, oh, he's done more for our Every commander-in-chief, almost all of them has done something for this country, whether it's good or bad. Yet you still chose to acknowledge what you've acknowledged, and you've dismissed what you didn't want to. So I don't know, like, I, I know I said politics needs to be reset. I really think, you know, a little snap of the fingers, let's just let's just clean up. A long time ago, I remember someone was saying that these were the end of days, and the only reason why that's not true is because I'm still speaking now. <laughs> but when I thought about that, I just thought about how wild it is that we're not really doing things that are humane. We really don't have a heart anymore. Not all of us. Not all of us. But it's sad that it's only some of us. The yellow journalism, the 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 de the dehumanization of characters, characters of people. Just what we choose. Like every time I hear Tommy Laren's name, it's just she just sounds angry and hateful. <laughs> There's nothing that she's... Uh, not all... Well, uh, well, never mind. Now, it's like... What does... What does him being... What does Jay-Z being a former crack dealer have to do with him choosing... That's what he stood for the entire time. And even if he chose to participate in the national anthem, he'd be called a hypocrite. I thought you weren't for... It's like no matter what we do as a people... It always, it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. And we know that. We all know that. Why is it so hard to treat everyone equal? That was a question I ended up asking myself throughout all of this. I listened to Tyler, the creator's, um... Not acceptance speech. There was the uh, a, a reporter had asked him a question about how does he feel about winning um, a Grammy for rap album of the year, and he broke broke it down 
to say, uh, look, I'm happy to have won, but it does feel like a slap to the face because the album I made was not a rap album. And he says, why is it that we're always categorized in one specific area and we get the award? It's like, I got what he meant. But he knows and I know the same thing. So it's like, that's why I'm so hyped about Black History Month. Because black history is always happening. And we've made... (laughs) We've made some incredible... The things that we're doing now, things that we've done before, it's... I'm very proud because no matter what BS that's thrown our way, we, we, we come back stronger every time. We don't give in. And even when we do, it is understandable. Sometimes the hate can be too much. But I always think about how when Barack Obama was in office and he literally kept his cool for eight years. Mr. Two Terms himself. (laughs) I remember when he was attacked for no reason because of his uh, religious beliefs and people were openly hateful. It wasn't even the kind of quiet hateful that you kind of notice, but you don't want to say nothing about it because they haven't openly said it yet to you. He kept his cool. He kept his calm. That's someone I idolize. Almost every day Trump does something that does not make any sense. He should be the one that he should have been out of office a long time ago. A long time ago. But certain people like him because certain people hear him say the things that they can't say or choose not to say in public, just behind the scenes. I really didn't mean to rant on this for too long, but this is what I thought about for a couple of days. But to... uh, to go back on what I was saying about key players. I was also thinking about social media and <laughs> family. Um, and these are going to be one of those things that it's going to sound offensive, but it's really not. But I, I feel like to have family on social media and not communicate with them is <laughs> just kind of weird. That's all I want to say on that. It just... It doesn't make sense because, I don't know, family just, if I haven't seen a relative in years and they only choose to talk about what they see without asking why we do these things, it's just kind of weird. That's all I wanted to say on that family and social media. No, but on a serious note, but uh, with key players, actually, I was thinking about just having a life and then experiencing changes through tragedy sometimes in in families mainly we always have people or a person that we depend on and we 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 go to for advice for for comfort for the truth and we kind of unknowingly become dependent on them and then when they're gone unexpectedly you just you're kind of stuck there for a moment and you have to adjust to this new norm so suddenly. So I was thinking about that on February 3rd and I was just wondering, for me personally, I just, my head's in a lot of places right now. It's not in a bad place at all. It's just more so, 
I kind of feel like I'm not in that transitional phase from secured adult. Like, I'm an adult no matter what I say because <laughs> I'm, I, I'm old. But I feel like I'm in this middle ground of teenager and adult. I don't know. I feel like there's something that's supposed to stand out that says, all right, that man is an adult. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to go about it. Doing a little soul searching, my favorite activity, right up there next to a deep thought. Like, every conversation I have with my closest friends are almost the same thing, you know, that, you know, we got to do this, we got to do that, we have to change. And I know that I'm different than who I was last year, but I'm still the same person. And I kind of want, I don't know, I don't know. I I guess it just comes from me thinking about things could kind of all fall apart at the drop of the dime. And I don't have that security to say, hey, I'm an adult. I've never been one to flex my age. You know, some... (laughs) I'm lying. I'm lying. No, no. Like, me and my mom used to talk, and uh, she said, when you get older, you can do whatever you want. I never did things to just say to mom, hey, I'm an adult. I'm doing this. Look at me. I'm buying seven zebras. What's up? She's going to tell me I'm grown. I've never done that. I've quietly just grown. And at the very least, I exercise my adulthood to use my voice a lot more, to speak out on things that I couldn't speak out before because I was a child and I need to stay in a child's place. But I just feel like I'm, I don't know. I don't know. It's a character. It's just me, really. I just wanted to share that with everyone. I just feel like, you know, I'm getting closer to 30, so I want to be the adult. I want to be that adult that... When you call, I'm answering the phone, not thinking about my phone getting cut off in three days. I kind of want to be able to say, hey, you could borrow this without me worrying about how I'm going to pay rent. I just want that stability, you know? Speaking of which, my mom just texted me. I had my phone on Do Not Disturb, so I just unlocked it. Look at mom. Your mama chill us. We need you on the episode. Let's do an hour. Nah, I don't know about it. I don't know about an hour anymore. (laughs) So, yeah, these were things that I was thinking about. Ultimately, how it all ties together is just change is necessary. Change is necessary. We were given a holiday to celebrate black history, yet every time we as black people or African-Americans try to do something to add on to that history or just try to live in general, we're always, we're never given... It's just sad. I'm just going to say that. You can see that nothing has changed. When I look back, you know, there's a saying, those who fail to learn history are doomed to repeat it. While we try to change history, we look back and we see that nothing's really changed. And I see this pattern sometimes. Like in my mind, I see it like this. If we complain about not being treated uh, Equally, when it comes to categories and the Grammys, all of a sudden, there's like a huge, huge, huge amount of uh, nominees that are black. All of a sudden. But you see we're given that bone one time, and then it's back to normal afterwards. It's like we have to keep complaining for temporal change. But I, I get it sometimes. You know, we fight for something and we get what we want. So we just... You know, we're happy, but sometimes we fail to see the long term of it all. Like, I think we need to keep fighting. 
that was me scratching my uh, something of a beard. <laughs> I was pondering. Because that's how I see it. I see it as of a, of a parent-infant situation. The infant cries. The parent gives them the bottle for a minute. The infant is fine. Then they're hungry. It's like there's always going to be something. It's never going to be enough until we... I don't want to say boycott, but we may have to do that. I think about it this way, too. We're needed a lot more. I'm speaking on everyone now. We're, we're needed a lot more than we think we are. I think about it this way. We have to vote to get people in office, right? If we don't vote, that can throw the entire system out of whack. If we choose not to support a celebrity, that celebrity would literally just have money in their savings account, and that's it. Without the support to keep on doing anything else, that nothing. We're a lot more important than they'd like us to believe. So I think we should keep that in mind. We're all walking the same ground as everyone else. We all have we all have the ability to go to the same places as everyone else. We maneuver the same way, whether we want to believe it or not. Some people are just it's just the money. You take that money away, everyone's in the same boat. And a lot of people walk around thinking they're untouchable, but they want to tell you how life can just do anything at any any moment to just throw you off. That applies to you too, speaker. I tell everyone nothing that I wouldn't tell myself. And I tell myself the same thing I tell you all maybe five times or ten times more. I just think that there needs to be something that, I don't know. I don't know. But the way things are going now, we are more divided than ever. And I'm speaking on down to the last group within groups. We need more empathy. We we need more love. I mean, for goodness sakes, Valentine's Day is coming in nine days. Like, what happened? It just feels so wild. Why can't someone pass and just be mourned instead of everyone reminding us of the bad things that people, we're not all saints. And this is my thing. If you're going to do that for one person, do it for everyone. Make a level playing ground. Oh, but no, we won't do that at all because we want to protect our jobs. We want to make sure we're okay, even if it means hurting somebody else. That has got to change. It's got to stop, really, but... Even when I'm dead and gone, life is still going to continue forward. And I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about my own mortality. I really got deep on February 3rd. And I was just thinking about what I would leave behind. You know, what is life going to be like? If anything, what I really want, you know, unfortunately, it's unfortunate to say, but if I don't get the family that I dreamed of, like the wife and the kids and the house in Tokyo, um... I hope my words can echo throughout time. I say that so much. I just hope something of me is here that can kind of support someone's thought, you know, inspire thought, something. I want to be a part of uh, history. I had to figure that out. I might just run for president. If you all want chillist in office, then let's do it. Let's get me in there. Make some changes. Watch how I end up being the very 
same thing I feared because there's some type of contract that you have to sign that says, hey, you're going to choose to be an asshole or a good person. That would be crazy. But at least me being on the inside, I could say I understand why, but then I probably wouldn't be able to talk about it. But I'd have Secret Service forever. But I wouldn't be an enemy. We get a lot more. You know what it is? Everyone is in such a rush to get to where they need to get to. But you don't really understand. Whether you drive slow or you drive fast, you ultimately get to the same destination. So why can't we do things in a more peaceful way, in a more understanding way, in a more loving way? You wanted this power. You got it through the people. Don't forget about the people. Don't forget about us. And we, as a people, need to understand that we're a lot more powerful than we think we are. Or how they tell us we're not. You know, you use the word celebrity. Celebrity just means a person with money. We're all talented we just don't have the money sometimes because of debt, college debt, <clears throat> credit card loans. It's not about me right now. Yeah, 33 minutes in. <laughs> I keep taking these pauses. I, You know what? I want to go back to say uh, what I've been saying. I really do need a co-host. There are a lot of topics that I plan to revisit during the season that I want to speak on with other people. And I do believe that this particular topic needs to be discussed because everyone's going to listen to it when they get the chance to. But I want to hear, you know, their feedback. Please share feedback with me. Make me feel like I'm not crazy. Ultimately, what I'm saying is just have a heart. And not just the chocolate ones that you're going to get on Valentine's Day for those of you with Valentine's. Or for those of you who are going to buy your own. Be your own Valentine. I had to, I wanted to switch up the energy because last week was really sad and me it just I felt for everyone's families and I just look at the news and I see people still being people. Now again, let me just say this. They may just be saying that because it's their job on television and they may be in fact mourning those in their own way. But I do think that people have enough power to just say, "Hey, this isn't cool. This isn't right. We're not going to speak on it." But this is always easier said than done, isn't it? So, with that, wow, <laughs> that just ended on a really sad note. But um, listen, I want to thank you all for listening to last week's episode and sending your feedback. I really appreciate it. I always appreciate you all. Thank you all very much. Um, see, now that Saturday is open, I might just do an episode on Saturday. But <laughs> uh, if not, then I will be back. Next week, hopefully on Wednesday. Uh, Saturday is now my safe day. So if you don't hear me on Wednesday, you will definitely hear me on Saturday. And if Saturday doesn't work out, then Sunday. <laughs> See, this is what I mean about wanting to be like uh, an adult. I just want to make sure that when I say something, it falls through. For the most part, I've been doing pretty well. I did my taxes. And, you know, uh, to make a long story short, I need health insurance. But anyway, on top of that... <laughs> How to fix my credit. But yo, look, look, listen, listen, listen. Everyone, I hope you all have a great day. I hope you all have a great week. Um, feel free to hit me up whenever. I always am wishing for the best for you all. Um, and with that, oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Ness, if you're listening to this, 
Shout outs to Ness. She dropped her um, single Awkward Birthday. It's available everywhere. I purchased it. I blasted it at three in the morning. This is for Ness. <laughs> Ness, that song hits. Like I had the headphones on and it just bumped. Everyone, when you get a chance, look up Ness. Awkward Birthday. Check it out. It is actually I want to do this right. Hang on. Hang on. We're going to get that interview, too. I told you I figured out a way to do this. Here it is. Yes. Oh, I can't even play it. But, hey, look, everyone check it out when you get the chance. Ness, I'm super proud of you. I'm super proud of everyone who's working on something. Shout out to my best friend, May. She started her podcast on Sunday. It was called, it's called Black Stability. Everyone, I really urge you all to check it out. She's going to speak on mental health, and she's going to dive deep into it. I'm just proud when everyone works on a project, but specifically a podcast, because I always see like a podcast, Justice League or Avengers. It's looking really good. It's looking really good, and I get hype about stuff like this. May, I hope you'll have me on uh, on an episode. If you don't, then, you know, it is what it is. <clears throat> podcast beef. It'd be, it wouldn't be my first one. <laughs> But everyone, you all have a great day, have a great week, have a good afternoon, have a great night. I am out of here, and I'll be back. Peace and love to you all, and that is a wrap. Bars.